Welcome in, everyone. This is the More in the Know podcast. I have a special guest to my right, my pops. My dad, Wayne Morin, is here from Montana. We have an eventful weekend. Tonight, we are setting up for the Culture Fit and Fashion Expo at the Phoenix Convention Center, August 13th. So really looking forward to it. Yesterday was my birthday. I turned 29 years old, so celebrated a beautiful birthday with friends and family and loved ones. And we are moving forward. Life moves on, man. I'm almost 30, so... Uh, probably should uh, get rocking and rolling. How does it feel to have almost two 30-year-olds? That's crazy, man. I think uh, just in the blink of an eye, I mean, it's time's passed way too fast. So it just it's a testament to make sure we live each day and uh, moment the best we can and uh, really value the ones that we love and spend time with them. So I'm grateful to be out here for this trip to celebrate your birthday and see Jesse. You know, we got a lot of exciting things going on in the future as a family here and um, just look forward to taking it each day as it comes. Absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome. I'd love to, love to start that with this is, you know, really just taking day one day at a time, you know, that's really the one, three, six, five. And we'll get into that a little bit. Um, in, as this podcast goes on, but just taking day at a time and being present and enjoying life. And I mean, a lot of, a lot of life has already passed by, but there's a lot to, to be lived. And I think sometimes you can kind of daunt yourself on saying, holy shit, it's gone past. But in reality, there's so many more beautiful years ahead. Absolutely, for sure. And that new motto or motto you came up with, the 1365, I mean, I think it is a great testament for, you know, just not ourselves, but anybody listening to this podcast to really grab a hold of and, and, you know, take it for what it truly is. I mean, we're granted an opportunity every day to produce and be our best version of ourselves as we can and you know life's just about progressing and getting better one day at a time and that's something i think that can really uh hit home with people and and simplify the outlook of life at times because so. <laughs> it can get overwhelming <laughs> very all the shit that's going on right now in the world oh i mean you turn on the tv and it's i mean you could be pretty overwhelmed in about 30 seconds yeah that's why i don't turn on the tv Th- that's probably much. good <laughs> we don't have many tvs around here and and if you looked at my search history it's mainly on YouTube. Right. Yeah, my girlfriend doesn't really like that too much, me me watching so much YouTube. But um, you know what? I'd rather watch that than – I'd rather watch what I want to watch than have to pollute my mind with things to make me in such fear. Absolutely. You know, besides all the fear, and, and I've spoke about this in a couple podcasts before, is obviously when you start to look at supply chain, supply chain management, and the inflation and things that are happening that is going on right now um, – we don't have to get into like specific, specific details, but just broadly, let's maybe just speak about some of the challenges that we've had to overcome in the last couple of years uh, amongst the times, the inflation, uh, we're talking supply chain shortages, et cetera. Just talking about being a small business and a small company, not pumping out these huge numbers mm-hmm. and what's that? What's what's happened in the last few years for us to really have to stay in production? Sure. A great question, Josh, is, you know, it's really hard, especially with uh, the raw material situation where they're sourced from, you know, um, delay times that we used to be able to put in orders and, you know, get turnaround times in eight weeks. You know, we have some of our products now that were ordered back in February and, you know, we're still waiting on them. So crazy. And to the customer, it seems sometimes that we're the ones dropping the ball, but ultimately, you know, we've got our eyes dotted and our T's crossed. And I'm, I mean, it's in black and white, what we requested, it's just a supply issue chain or sometimes being a small uh, fish in a big sea too is, you know, it's not in our best uh, um, interest or, you know, um, our, our orders might not be getting the top priority, but that's also, you know, 
one of the nice things that we do pride ourselves, we work with larger manufacturers that have very high quality uh, control and uh, whether or not we're a big fish or a small one, whatever it is, is we're getting the utmost top quality new um, ingredients and um, products to the consumer. And that's what we strive for. You know, we're not a numbers where we're trying to, you know, get the cheapest product out there and monopolize the market as a whole. We want quality over quantity. Absolutely. And so in the last couple of years, what have you, what have you seen as the biggest challenge to, to overcome, to, to be and stay in business? Um, I think you have to stay creative. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, companies that keep showing up, you know, each month there's definitely i don't know i don't keep track of the statistics but there's a lot of supplement companies that are you know on the horizon trying to come out but i think um you know circling back to that it's just uh it's a a matter of providing a good quality service and being patient with the growth within the industry um especially during these times where costs keep are keep getting driven up i mean even with the gas prices that have increased, that's been reflective on our shipment deliveries. I mean, there's so many charges that are incorporated into a um, delivery and of a shipment. You know, we have even a pallet cost now. You know, these things that we just never had in the past that keep driving the costs on top of the raws. And then, you know, the, the supply chains, I mean, creatine monohydrate's gone up and cost 800% in the last 12 months. And uh, we're talking <laughs> about this most simplest ingredient there is, but... Due to, Could you uh, ever imagine paying what you're paying now for creatine monohydrate? Absolutely not. I mean, whether it's from a wholesale manufacturing or a you know consumer you know, <laughs> purchasing standpoint, the cost is inflated. It's a great product and it right. works extremely well. It's most scientifically proven product there is. But come on, man. I mean, we're talking you know pretty simple ingredient to be sourcing, but supply chains and and uh, shortages and. Social media really blew up creatine as well. It did, it was. TikTok. And I'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But. Yeah, so. And I, I'm starting to see that because last slide actually, just to, just to piggyback off of that, you know, we're growing our TikTok page. So if you're watching this uh, little clip on TikTok, please give this page a follow. Head to fieldsupplements.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel so small businesses like us continually grow. And what I've seen on TikTok is it's so trendy. And I have almost 80,000 followers on my personal page on TikTok. And and we just reached, yesterday on my birthday was my goal, we just reached 1,000 TikTok followers. Had two videos in the last couple of days get about a quarter million views. That's incredible. So the view, the viewage, and that's why there's so much alert to TikTok because of the of the feedback loop that's provided within the algorithm. If you if you take a look at somebody that's using a platform, right, in terms of social media, the platform users want that person to stay addicted and to stay on the platform. So what better way to create a dopamine release of having you have this alert that your videos are you and is important to sure. the world to society? So it's wanting to push this video to as many people as possible. So then you receive this dopamine feedback loop that says hey i'm important right and so you want to stay on the platform and so i've seen what's going on within social media and i don't for me i'm not seeking the payoff of the edge of the dopamine release i'm seeking the payoff of the price that's being paid and also received in terms of results that are putting through the website through my coaching and all of my other businesses it's a means to an end for me and i care less about the likes and views i could have millions of likes and views but if there's no profit being made then you're still broke correct and so what I've seen though on TikTok, just because I've I've dabbled in the last in the last year, year and a half, is one thing gets put on there and it just gets completely blown out of sure. proportion. It was funny because last night that got brought up because 
somebody asked me that we should we should put ter, ter, uh, terkesterone correct and and have a terkesterone product or actosterone product mm-hmm. and i said dude we've been so far ahead of the game bro <laughs> we had fucking lax we had laxosterone years ago correct. that and i which i believe is a better product than both of them sure and Absolutely. so it's, but it's just funny. It's like, oh, well, all of a sudden ectosterone got huge on, on TikTok. Right. And now everybody and their brothers think it's the most anabolic substance that you can build as a natural ever. Right. And then creatine monohydrate all of a sudden got massive on TikTok. And so maybe talk about as you, obviously we have a different views because I'm very involved in social media Correct. and you're more involved on, on a much more on a micro and macro macro and micro and in different aspects in terms of production manufacturing your your understanding of the industry is much more in depth of mine you've had 30 plus years of experience as well as hands-on because you've had a brick and mortar store for almost 30 years now correct so yep. what are you seeing what are you seeing in terms of influence on social media versus buying habits within the shop yeah it's really reflective definitely i mean people are easily influenced especially now when you have all these uh social media influencers that are promoting products um, that like you take, we were just visiting about the creatine and uh, you know, that was a product that when I opened up our store back in 1995 was I think in the shell on the shelves, maybe a year or two later than that, you know, 97 ish somewhere around there and got really popularized and then it faded off again. But then you get a, a real strong influencer that really, you know, can turn the tables again and people just get persuaded to purchasing products because of the visual effect of that individual instead of their knowledge base. So uh, we continue to strive to educate ourselves and, and find new products and new innovations that um, could be for, formulated into products to enhance their performance and, and whatnot. But what I see happening, Josh, is even with those new ingredients and profiles that are available, the consumer really doesn't understand that as much. So they're just being... Um, um, I don't want to say misguided is the right word, but uh, influenced uh, to buy whatever is popular at the time. And popularity isn't always what's best for the consumer, mm. you know. And everybody, we all have individual needs and individual goals. So I think it's relative to keep that in perspective when people are looking at ingredient structures and, and uh, profiles on products to ensure that they're getting what they're seeking, I guess, you know. Right. I call it the hot pocket. You know, you want it. You want it to be done in sixty seconds or less, and and you want it hot and ready. You know, right in your right in your hands. Right. And and people want information like that. Sure. And so all of a sudden somebody comes on and says, "Hey, man, you should start taking creatine monohydrate. It's going to change your life." <laughs> and then they have a massive influence and, and following and affluence within people. Um, and then you start to look at it like, man, you know, these products and some of the ingredients and some of the products that are being uh, re- like really highlighted through social media n- isn't saying that, that they're not worthy. Correct. It's like KSM 66 and ashwagandha. Like on TikTok, that was all of a sudden the, mar- the male hormone test boosting product of the year. Sure. And we've had KSM 66 and ashwagandha <laughs> in our products for years. We're like, right. But in reality, is it really, you know what I mean? Like, sure. is there a lot of great benefits as it's adaptogenic effects and, and, and reduction of cortisol and everything else Absolutely. as such? But is it going to raise free testosterone, uh, you know, 10 points in your total test, hundreds of points? Most likely not. Probably not. <laughs> but it, it does have some hormoning hormonal uh you know exhibiting effects for sure but i, I definitely right 
understand where you're getting with that. I just think they so they take these products and they blow them out of proportion. And 100%. then all of a sudden I feel that, like you said, when we stay ahead of the game on a lot of our ingredient profiles as well as our trademarked ingredients, is that sometimes they get lost in the sauce because nobody knows of them or it hasn't hit the mainstream yet. And it's like the com- consumer doesn't really understand like the value of truly what's in that product. Sure, absolutely. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's interesting to see... It's interesting to see the influence of social media over the last handful of years because obviously there was a time in your brick and mortar store where there was no such thing as social media. Yeah, those were the good old days in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked them, but right. uh, definitely, I mean, there's a pros and cons with it all, Josh, and I'm, I'm sure we all have our different viewpoints and uh, um, outlooks on that. So you right. got to change with the time and gravitate towards what's going to help individuals be successful from a, you know, a performance standpoint, but then also from a business standpoint, you have to look at things as well. Absolutely. And that, and I think that what just revolving back to what you said earlier is we have to continually stay creative and continually stay and meet market standards and exceed market standards. Mm -hmm. And you have to start to look at number one trends and also understand how and why people are buying product. And when you can understand these things is say, Hey, like if, if we were like, we don't want to do social media or we don't want to do this because it's not what we want to do or we don't, you know, is we would be lost in the sauce. Absolutely. You know, and so even even within your shop, I mean, you have a brick and mortar store. I mean, you never had to, to I mean, it was a different type of advertising. Now it's free advertising. Correct. But you used to do a lot of radio. You used to do a lot of, of uh, even TV stuff. Sure. So talk about that change. So do you do any of that anymore for advertising and promotion? You know, in Montana, obviously, it's a little bit different environment than Phoenix. <laughs> this is true. Phoenix, you yeah. know, we're kind of the only, uh, I won't say the only, but, you know, we've been in there and established for 28 years. So our best form of advertising from day one, in my opinion, was uh, um, the face-to-face interaction and, you know, word-of-mouth sales, you know. Absolutely. Um, we, we have invested heavily in radio at times and, uh I never was much or had much success with print, and I was just talking to your, to Jesse about that previously this morning. And um, so, I mean, with the change in times of the social media, it is free advertising. But I still think, and in, in we're we're located in Montana, the word of mouth is definitely the best um, from our marketing standpoint. You know, on a limited advertising budget with the field supplements, the social media is a huge asset to have. So, um, we're very grateful for our following that we have. That you know follows us and then suggests our products to friends and family and that's helping us grow on a organic level instead of having to invest you know lots of money that is really not present for advertising purposes so we we like to put that money back into products and improving the line and and doing other various things within the uh the field supplements brand that we can instead of just you know trying to put a mass market advertising approach right well when I, I do a lot of reading and I talk, and it talks about um, uh, attraction versus promotion, and it for for every ad for every for when you rise raise your ads you have to also raise your value of the price that you sell it at. Because let's say you have a two thousand dollar product, well it's not a two thousand dollar product anymore if you have five hundred dollars in 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 ad expenditures. It's Correct. a fifteen hundred dollar product now. Right. So to Every time, every time you continually add your or continually increase your ad expenditure, you also have to you have to increase your top, your your top end, Correct. and so ultimately you're just gonna be chasing tail. Sure. That's why that's why in in recent times we have more been focused on attraction versus promotion. 
We don't run many, many ads. We're not spending tons of money on that, ad campaigns, funneling systems, et cetera. And what we do is we deliver our best value and service in terms of, of education, advice, and training, and believing that that will create in a, a community and culture for people to want to keep coming back. And I've seen that in field over the last five years. And so, but speak about what you've seen just like within the TNT family. So for those that are listening on this podcast, he's on a brick and mortar, mortar store in Montana called Total Nutrition and Tanning. It was the OGs would know it as Total Nutrition and Fitness, TNF. But TNT was born in what year? 1995. 1995. And so from 1995, that was two years after I was born. Yeah. Um, so 27 years now have been you have been in business. Correct. And so over the last 27 years, he's cultivated this community within Great Falls, Montana. Now, like he said before, Montana is a little different in terms of, of life up there. They're probably sure. still a little bit behind the rest of the world. Just but, the way I like it. <laughs> but that's okay, though. I mean, and still, it still shows that it just there's a hominess about Montana sure. and, and a, a family f- structure and people still want to come in and talk to you and still want to come in and, and buy product and Absolutely. and they still want to see the guys at the store and, and, and it's that's a cool thing because that's being lost and you start to look at shopping malls, you start to look at shopping centers, they're empty, they're gone and to see stores and brick and mortar still thriving in some areas is, is really cool. Um, but uh, talk about the community over the last 30 years through TNT, outside of even field and everything else, but talk about the community and, and really what's led to, to success and maintaining. And, and I mean, over the last 30 years, you've definitely have overcome challenges and you've definitely had overcome some times of really some hard times. Sure. What do you, what do you feel can be contributed to your success over the last uh, 30 years? I just think, uh, Actions, you know, more than anything, consistency of treating people the way that you would want to be treated, providing a good, high quality service at a, a reasonable price, and developing friendships and relationships. You know, I think without that personal touch, uh, we're just another, you know, store where the door opens and closes. It's when you come in the store, you're greeted, you know, friendly and professionally, and then you know we do provide the best knowledge that we can on all the products in the store, not just on the fuel brand or whatnot, but everything that we offer, you know, I've been very grateful and fortunate to have a very strong staff, um, which I consider family, you know, in itself. So bringing that type of family bond and atmosphere into the store provides a um, very close knit feeling. um, And then the customers, I think, feel that as well. So other than, you know, you can buy products anywhere these days. Online, you can buy them at, I mean, you can go Walmart and buy whatever you want, you know. <laughs> so what separates is is the way you treat people, the knowledge base, and the uh, the um, customer, customer experience as a whole, you know. And that's what we continue to strive for is developing those friendships and those relationships. Well, when John or Susie comes in, they're looking forward to seeing us instead of, you know, they getting uh, greeted in an unpleasant way, which seems to be more the norm lately when you go into these different uh, establishments. There's just so many unhappy employees, you know, right. and that resonates within the vibe of the entire um, shopping experience. And that's something I just feel that's kind of separated us, to be honest with you. Absolutely. And as we've said in the past, is through online, there's, there's so much saturation And it's easy when you don't have that one-on-one relationship with somebody for somebody to want to go buy product from somewhere else. And it's not my job to, to be 
you know, the keeper of people, but it's, it's, it's understanding that not everybody's going to stick around, but just doing my best to provide a service and community and culture where people want to stick around. And that is something that I feel we have the, the foundation of field. The reason why even field has had the level of success as a small company with low ad expenditure without having millions and millions of dollars of investing and put all you know all of this into it and no big names in the industry and we've had fairly decent success as a small dog for sure you know and i feel though that the reason being is because of the foundation that was built with with total nutrition and tanning and without that foundation we would be years behind as we have weathered the storm this last year obviously we're in this rebuilding phase of new creation, inspiration, and collaborations with people. We started to collaborate with new gyms, new partnerships with, with, with athletes and affiliates, and we started having some new designs that we've been creating. We've come out with a lot of great things that aesthetically are pleasing whilst maintaining the, the same foundational principles that got us to the dance. Sure. And I think, and that's funny because I always say this, is in, in recent times, you got to go with who brought you to the dance. And I feel... For me personally, just uh, just be completely transparent. Along the way, for a little while, I I just lost track of who got me to the dance. Absolutely. And now I've really refocused and committed myself to building this brand on what it's capable of being. So with everything that's going on with, uh, you know, the aesthetics and everything, you know, maybe break down some of the cool things that we have in the works and really what you're looking forward to. Yeah, I think one of the coolest and most exciting things, Josh, is just. Uh, the excitement that is on the table, knowing that your dedication level and commitment to growing the brand is is very strong and present uh, once again. And, you know, that excites me to be more proactive in bringing in new products, uh, athletes, like you said, um, new um, clothing and, you know, designs. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, got, right? You got some cool things that we're working on that uh, just keeps the excitement of, of the day-to-day -day grind more appealing um but i think as a whole what we're going to continue to do is uh if it's not um, broke don't fix it so i think we're going to continue to wait, work on our ethics of um okay oh good thank yeah. you uh continue to work on our ethics of you know bringing quality products and you know providing the best customer service that we can but Lots of fun and exciting things. Uh, I think um, I don't want to spill the beans too much as we've done in the past, but we do have some new uh, some new things on the horizons that will gain some interest, some new looks maybe, and uh, just keep chipping away that that one three sixty five. You know. Yeah, it's cool. So. And and the biggest thing too is and. I'm not here to trash on other companies, but I think what really separates us is I want to continually be as unique as possible. Absolutely. It's so easy to look at what's trending in the market and then everybody copying each other. We were just at the USA's this weekend. I said this in my last recent podcast. We we're just at the USA's this weekend and there was four companies that were wolves. It was, I mean, I don't, I'm not even gonna, I don't even have to say what the companies are. You could probably name four companies and every company now has a wolf. I mean, like how original can you, I, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, everybody just is carbon copying one another and trying to use the same deal. Piggybacking off of each other to, for financial reward more or less Ex is what they try to do. Exactly. I mean, so. for, for us, it's like, <laughs> first off, I'm just not a fan of that. It's and second and second, it's like, I just don't feel, I mean, I, I there's no, there's no original nature to that. I don't, as a creator myself, you know, maybe I'm not a born graphic design artist, but I'm, a, we are creators and I'm a creator. I mean, I'm creating content. I'm a, 
and I'm producing producing aesthetics within my day to day in terms of my audios, the videos, my photos, the graphics, etc. And I think that that's something too is within the industry. I feel that we've aligned ourselves with the right people Absolutely. as well as we've had the mindset and clarity heading into this to maintain a level of originality and without having to subside to what the market is promoting rather keeping keeping hold of an anchor down to our own morals absolutely josh you've done a great job with uh, continue to bring out that type of um feel to the brand and i think it's just going to get stronger and stronger as we collaborate and grow together here in the next this last quarter and obviously in the future as well so yes it's just I don't. I just don't want to be a carbon copy in the industry, man. You know, and, and I would. I would, if that meant riches or or you know whatever it'd be, it wouldn't be worth it to me. I'd rather wake up and and we've talked about this many times, especially when it comes to our product ingredient formulas. Oh, for sure. As we understand the margins in the industry, and <laughs> and I've have said this about a few brand new pre workouts that I've seen that are getting that are priced the same, if not more than than our all in one performance pre's that are like actually three times the amount of ingredient and dosing three right. times so it'd be like taking three scoops of that right yeah and <laughs> so i mean it's not even in the same ball i mean Correct. we're not even in the same league we're not even in the same state Correct. and some of these companies but they have big influence and affluence so as we get to, as we continue build via our roots of of person to person organic attraction you know what what would you like to see to maybe potentially what we can improve on improve on in the upcoming months to year that's a great question and a tough one at the same time josh i feel that we try to bring our best about our best uh self to the game every single day but i think um maybe uh there's some some um gaps in the line that we could Mm. improve upon with the wellness yeah um and that's something that we're gonna work towards i think on you know every the pre-workout industry is so saturated right uh and we do carry a lot of different pre-workouts and some great um alternatives from you know stem and non-stem and all the different varieties but i think uh as we try to grow the brand i think we need to open up our our minds as well Mm. and and uh understand that there's a need for a, some wellness ingredients out there or products and i think that might be something that will work towards uh, a little bit more diligently in this upcoming year but also continue to uh, research uh, um, ingredients that will enhance the the individual's performance as well as their you know mental and well-being so that's great always improving and and ha- having the ability to discern your own character defects and where you can grow i mean that's ultimately the, the key to success for sure and I think we've done a, a good job of that over the I mean over the the last handful of years of continually getting better improving seeing where we can improve on and I and from from where we started I'm just looking at we have, I have this this little plaque on my wall it says f1 it was the first year in, in business established in 2017 and just to even look at you know our ingredient formulas we're always pretty solid but seeing how right. we've how far we've come in five years, the aesthetic, and then flavoring. Flavoring for yeah. sure. So would you say that flavoring is probably our, our biggest improvement? Uh, yes, and you know just so the consumer understands that, Josh, it, that's the hardest obstacle I think in companies that really heavily dose mm. their formulas is to try to get the flavoring spot on because we can take a watered down approach and 
put a five or a 10 gram ingredient profile and make it taste like Kool-Aid. Right. But when you're putting an efficaciously dosed ingredients or running 30 grams plus on a pre-workout with no amino acids in there towards the 30 gram uh, profile, it does become a challenge for our manufacturer to get a lot of these ingredients to taste delicious, you know? Candy-like. Um, That's correct. what everybody wants is candy-like. But a lot of what's, you know, in, in harsh reality, the performance ingredients at work have some bitterness to yes. them. It's really hard to subside, you know, get rid of that that uh, taste per se. So I think flavoring has been our, our strongest challenge, but we've definitely continued to seek improvement in that and strive for the best tasting and quality products we can as a whole while not sacrificing our structure of our profiles. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And you're wondering, I mean, you can, you can make any product taste like Kool-Aid when it's, when it's not, when it's fairy dusted. Right. And For sure. So, and it, as well as, and, or add aminos to it and, or add some sort of carb to it or, or glucose or whatever it is. I mean, if you throw some, if you throw some glucose and most people are just using glucose, they're not even, they're not even using carbolin or, or, you know, they're not even using a trademark version of it. Correct. You know, there's using a cheap form of sugar Yep. and it's really easy if you want to put 25 grams of sugar in a product you can make anything taste delicious absolutely for sure i mean so we we really do pride our, we do pride ourselves especially especially since we're i mean i think the most of the market has become full transparent for sure and I, you've had to otherwise you're going to get left in the dirt that's a good and a bad thing i mean it's easy for formulators out there to just piggyback and copy off you know ingredient profiles without researching ingredients and, and seeing how certain profiles work synergistically with each other because sometimes it's a, a teeter-totter. You put in a vasodilator, but you got too much vasoconstrictors and you're, you know, I mean, it's a, but, um, so it, it's, it's definitely um, good for the consumer to be able to see what they're utilizing. And then on the other flip side of it, it has made copycat versions of, uh, formulas and stuff in the industry a little bit more mm. easily obtained right so it's really twofold then correct right yes. twofold and but it's also to me it's it's sometimes it's like okay well they're they're full disclosure just look at the ingredients and the and the amount of grams and the dosing and and then just right. compare it that way and then and then if that if you start to say that doesn't really line up, then take a look at clinical dosing, effectious dosing, where the product becomes efficaciously dosed for it to be utilized within the body. Correct. And then, I mean, these are all simple things that you can find on Google. Right. So if you're a consumer out there and you've never taken products before, that's what that's what we highly suggest. Is so when you look at an ingredient profile, if you don't know an ingredient and or if you don't understand what ingredient dosing is, a great source is at your fingertips. You have this supercomputer on your on demand right here. Type it in. I mean, you're going to probably receive a a, a very there's going to be some variable of 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 different opinion, but in reality, you kind of meet it in the middle. It's like creatine, like the creatine, five to ten grams. Correct. I mean, the, it's the you, you can find this on Google. Right. I mean, it's all available. I mean, you can find it now. That you don't have to preload creatine anymore. Yeah. Back in the days where they have you do five grams six times a day, thirty grams, and you're eating half the bottle in the first week. Right. I mean, it was great for the for the marketing aspect of it, but not very advantageous to the consumer as a whole. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> crazy i'm glad that science in science in many ways has has improved for sure and so and that's what we continually do that's what we're continually committed to is improving 
our ingredient profiles on the basis of science and what what we know is going to be effective. Correct. It's super easy. We've said this many times, and I want to go down this road of, of fairy dusting products to cut corners for profitability. For sure. We we just won't do it. And haven't. <laughs> and, and, and we'll never. And sure. and the thing is, and I, I'll continually go back to this, and I is if I'm taking a product, I want to take the product that's best for me, the absolute best. For sure. So why would I formulate a product for the general populace knowing that it's subpar to what I would even want to put in my own body? That's the way we, you know, when we sit down and do these formulas and collaborate and do, you know, trial and error with the sampling and whatnot, um, that's what it ultimately comes down to is, is, is this something that we would want to use? Right. You know, um, I don't want to put my name or our company name on something that we're not proud of. So, what would you say is your favorite product in the line? Oh, geez, as a whole, um, you just pick one product that you had. To, that's all you could have in an entire line. I probably, unfortunately, would just say the simplicity of a of a protein, just due to the convenience of mm. you know um, having readily accessible protein at your fingertips. I mean, I do feel you know in each category has its advantages, but. Um, just where I'm at, I think a protein would be yeah. advantageous. I'd say reversal for me. Oh, great. That's what, yes, I guess. Yeah. For sure. And and hopefully that's one of the products we've been waiting on since January. So hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, our triple berry back in stock here by the end of the month, sometime early September. And then we do have orange creamsicle coming back on the shelves and on the website as well. Um, hopefully within... November time frame. So we're going to stick to those two flavors, the triple berry and the orange creamsicle as our mainstay. Formula is not going to change because I feel that formula has been, I mean, dead center bullseye from the get-go. I don't think you can get it to 72 gram serving size. I mean, it's got everything in the kitchen sink in there. So mm. that would definitely be my favorite overall product. Absolutely. So, And it's it's worth the value too. Oh gosh. <laughs> so it's, we have five trademarked ingredients in there five trademark correct and there's over 15 performance ingredients correct and actually i think there's 18 in 18 that now and so and then 70 plus gram serving size 72 correct. 72 yeah. gram serving size i mean does it get any better i don't think so i mean when <laughs> really you got protein and so protein is the protolin based protein yeah, we got 25 grams of carbolin in there trademarked we've got creacoline which is you know a trademark version of creatine monohydrate the ph balance ph specific correct. trademark we got glutazorb uh which is a trademarked ingredient as well for stable uh for glutamine trademarked yeah <laughs> we got the crecelazine which is uh you know dr jeff galini's formula for uh anti-inflammation and uh recovery and then uh, trademarked trademarked once again and then we have a plethora like l-carnitine tartate at 2,500 milligrams, which is, I mean, unheard of. It's that product is so expensive in itself mm. and undervalued and under recognized within the industry, unless you're a consumer or a knowledgeable base of what that product actually does. You know, we got the betaine and a hydras. We have um, um, all the f amino acids from the, all the branching, isolene, leucine, and valine, and the six essential amino acids that go along with it. So the product is just stacked from top to bottom. Yes. And uh, I mean, I just it's so diversified in the approach that you can take to utilizing it as a consumer. It's it's uh, foolproof more or less. Absolutely. Yeah. So that'd be my that'd be my number one for sure. That'd be my one number one. Heck, you even use it as a pre workout. I do use it, and and that's what I've been promoting more through my videos and, and understanding of these products is that even though that it's a post workout, the utilization it can vary Absolutely. based off your goals 
for me, I love using it as a pre-workout. Sure. Quick acting, low insulin, low glycemic uh, carbohydrates with yep. the carbolin in my bloodstream like this. It already has a creatine in there. It has my aminos, which I typically take to stack together. Right. It's got a little bit of protein in there, which is great. Yep. And then it, and it has all these other products that are going to help me, assist me with sustaining my workouts, especially now that I've been more in this like power building, sure. where I'm doing power lifting movements with bodybuilding exercises, Absolutely. where some of my workouts, workouts are very high output, and I know that I'm going to have a glycogen jump dump. Yep. And so just even sipping on it through the workout has saved my butt so many times. You know, I'd never realized, I mean, um, I'm a low volume approach guy to training, but uh, as I've aged, I've still struggled with recovery. And I'll tell you what, when I do not take the reversal, my DOMS, the delayed onset muscle soreness is significant. I mean, my recovery time is definitely cut in half and that's not a promotional, that's the truth. It is the so, truth. I mean, until you try it and utilize it yourself, it's... it's uh, just kind of uh, one of those things that you have to it's a on hands personal experience you have to try you know absolutely so i mean and the, for us to even sit here and for us to be like easy for to say oh well one of our pre-workouts or one of our our most profitable products i mean right. this is where most people would want to go for sure and for, for honestly it is definitely not our most <laughs> profitable product it's our most costly product yes. for sure I mean, it's, it costs so much to even get an order in and then in terms of of roi on it it's we could spend so much different time on other products promoting Absolutely. it. But once again, it goes back to us wanting what's best for ourselves, number one, and us yep. wanting what's best to consumer, number two. We don't want to cut corners for profitability. We want results, production, sure. results. I mean, this is what, I mean, why the fuck why, would you want anything else in the gym? For sure. Absolutely. That's <laughs> when we formulated that product, we sat down and we communicated <laughs> about what we wanted to put right. in it and went back in the pros and cons and, some people don't want a protein in their, you know, uh, intra product. Some people don't want it in the post product or a pre. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, all the different scientific studies and results. I mean, we, we wanted it to be stacked. Yeah. So um, it's definitely stacked. No brainer. No, not a, no brainer whatsoever. No, no brainer. It was funny because I, I didn't have any on hand here for, for months. Yes. And then the first day that I had some and I sold all four, I had four units sell within like five hours of each other. That's awesome. And so, and everybody that's used it, love it. Correct. And they go, yes. man, I mean, Bert, one of my, one of our affiliates, Bert Wallace, he trains at four in the morning and he uses he's been using it as a pre and intra at four. And just one other quick th thing to touch base on that. We have a, a one of our another one of our athletes that's a UFC fighter that's getting ready for the Dana White cont uh, okay yes contender series. And the cool thing is is uh, USADA is right that correct. Yep. they have a very stringent profile, oh this is great information profile listing of ingredients that you can use and you can't use and affiliations within the industry when it comes to manufacturing that has to be included on the labeling so the athletes are safe and uh, you know not testing for um banned substances thank you correct and uh you know so i was talking to Meredith, and she's like what can i i said hey this we got the kitchen sink everything that you're going to need for your entire fight camp in one product here and it meets every single criteria but of the ufc and usada so when you can sit there and put that type of stamp on a product of that magnitude and feel comfortable to recommend it to like this gal's you know this is her future i mean right. and feel confident and safe be like this is 100 percent compliant there's going to be no banned substances this is one of the things i was talking about earlier about a crate fee now or a pallet fee <laughs> i'm sorry because 
they have a disposal. They don't even let the pellets into their facility because four or five years ago they had a um, uh, individual that was trace contacted somehow, and the only thing they could thought of is somehow it might have gotten on a pallet. Mm. So they don't even allow pallets into their facility any longer. It's crazy. So getting back to the whole quality, you know, control and the uh, the efficacious dosing and the all-in-one product. I mean, you can rest assured that everything that you're paying for is in that product. Absolutely. You know? So sleep easy at night. Absolutely, that's the best way. <laughs> From everyday gym goers to the highest level of elite athletes, for sure. I mean, that's it's. And that's the stamp of approval that we seek to have on our products and, and stamp of approval that we seek to, to have on people. And really, this is a fueled family, and it's been nothing but that in the last handful of years. Is I've talked to, to Jimmy House. Jimmy is one of our athletes, and we have some cool things that we're working on with Jimmy, so stay tuned for that if you're watching this podcast. Some really awesome things. Cool and, and shout out to Power Precision. I don't wear many other brands other than myself or my friends, but Power Precision, Jerry Morales at Power Precision and Jay uh, have really supplied field supplements with a beautiful home to be able to connect and collaborate and to really start to create this new wave of education and collaboration within, within the industry. And I think Jimmy and I have, have produced some pretty funny and cool videos yeah. and some fun stuff and we work well together. Absolutely. Jimmy's a first class guy and uh, couldn't be more honored or, or grateful that he's part of our team and uh, looking forward. Actually, I think we'll get to see him tomorrow. And tonight too, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah, right I think on. he's going to be there at Power Precision. We'll awesome. meet Jer- we'll meet you'll meet Jerry for the first time tonight. Great. And so it, it's it's great. I mean, this is truly a family and uh, what I love about us is we're we don't like I said, we don't have the the Phil Heaths of the world <laughs> or the Jay Cutlers of the world promoting our products and when in reality they're probably not taking aminos. <laughs> Well, they're taking aminos already. <laughs> Some special yeah. kind. Yeah, we two won't gra- get into that. Two though. grams of aminos. Yeah. yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For sure. The trend bologna sandwiches <laughs> they, that they're eating in their lunchbox that they bring to the gym. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that another time. It'd be a fun fun podcast to do for, for sure. sure. But uh, you know, we, we look at a guy like Jimmy, lifetime natural, incredible athlete, freak, freak of nature, anomaly, as we would call him. That's, you yeah. know. A uh, gentleman that can deadlift over 700 pounds and do the splits and backflips. And, you know, you look at him, you're just like, how is that humanly possible? Freaky. So, yeah, He's it, part of such a small percentage of people. And the coolest thing about him is talking about, you know, circling back to the whole family approach and whatnot. It's it's an individual that we're proud to be around. I mean, right. Super humble, down to earth, the lowest ego that you could ever even imagine. And uh, the... The man is a specimen in all categories. I mean, I've never seen him treat another human being in a, in a negative manner. So uh, those are the things I think we want to continue to pride and grow our, our branding around as like-minded individuals like Jimmy that um, see the value as, you know, not just a financial attachment to a company or a reward, but what we can piggyback off of each other and leverage our strength and our weaknesses develop those bonds and those friendships and those loyalties to each other. So um, I think that's something that's of utmost importance, but it's been lost in the industry where everybody, we get, you know, I'm sure, sure you can attest, you know, online, Josh, but, you know, every day somebody comes in the store and wants want a sponsorship. Hey, yeah, you going to sponsor me? Like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll sponsor. Have you ever tried fuel supplements before or any of the products in the store for that matter? Right. Have I even met you? Right. You know, no, but I, I'm going to be this new UFC star. I'm going to be this new bodybuilding champion. Or I'm going to be great. Well, thank you. You know, well, we have a lot of those in the past that have 
said the same thing and less than one percent is materialized so mm. you know um, i think it's important that uh you stay within your realm of your network of those people that you want to be around so yeah it's a you know jimmy just circling back and, and many people that we've been involved in i know we haven't jacob graham is somebody oh, that Jake's we had he, he was my he was my roommate our Incredible, first man our, our first ifbb professional yes. bodybuilder in classic physique i mean that's impressive yes did you hear that jimmy get training again i want to see you on stage in 2023 <laughs> i love that that'd be awesome we, we, we'll travel man and yeah and but just circling back is all these guys have never asked for anything for free. They've Absolutely. never they've never asked for handouts. They've they and to me those are the type of people when you do business truly when you truly do business you will see who really cares because those people won't ask for discounts. They won't ask for freebies or handouts. They're willing to pay the price and they never even mention it. The only time it's ever brought up is because, hey man, let me just give you a little discount. Sure. Let me give you a freebie here. Absolutely. And to, to me, and a lot of times they don't even want to take it. They're like, no, 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 no. Just charge me whatever the price, charge me that price. And That's a credibility to their character. Right. You know, They want to have skin in the game. Once they get the skin in the game and see there's some return and some value to what they provide and then it's a mutual, you right. know, um, win-win for everybody you know and that's what we want to continually develop and build is win-wins for everyone sure so with that guys this is the more than no podcast is a special edition to have my father wayne moore on on the taste cast my pleasure your first time we've got on here and chatted i think so josh we've done some lives but i don't think i've ever done the podcast yeah we'll have so. to make this more of a well you're gonna be coming down i'm not gonna give too much information there but uh i will very very soon on that but uh you'll be coming down here quite often well at least you have some grandkids yeah yeah, yeah. for sure definitely. yeah your daughter's pregnant Jesse, yeah got a little little boy uh that's in the in the works there and looking forward to yeah, spending excited to be grandpa oh it's an incredible grandpa f- bruce you like that name uh we're still debating on if it's grandpa or papa here's the deal <laughs> here's the deal so Uh-oh. i texted so lynn earlier so lynn is his girlfriend yes i texted lynn earlier or lynn texted me and then i said uh <laughs> I said grandma lynn has a good ring to it though i said i know bruce is indifferent with what he wants to be called so we'll have to work on it grandpa bruce wasn't his top choice this is what lynn says I keep telling him it's not his choice. That is true. Whatever the babies call you is what what you are, and you'll love it. That's right. That <laughs> is the truth of the matter. So I'll be blessed as long as they're healthy and uh, have uh, ten fingers and toes and can be able to smile. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, so. please like, comment, subscribe to this channel to keep this channel growing. And if you're watching on any other platform, appreciate you all listening and from Apple, from Spotify, from Spotify from Spotify. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to continually build this brand, this culture, and this community. And uh, if you want to be part of the Field Field family, head to fieldsupplements.com. In the description box, in my YouTube, it's code MORAN to give you a nice little fat discount that's not offered anywhere else. Be sure to check me out at More in the Know on my Instagram. My TikTok's the same, More in the Know. And of course, TikTok, Field Supplements, all this information can be found in the description box. And if you want to check out what's happening in Great Falls, Montana, or the culture that's being built there at Total Nutrition and Tanning, you can head to tntgreatfalls.com and or on their Facebook. Facebook at Total Nutrition, Total Nutrition and Tanning, or Instagram page at Total Nutrition and Tanning. Correct. Bruce, you got any final words for everyone? No, I'm just blessed and grateful to be here. I'm looking forward to the, to the uh, next two days we get to spend each other doing some training, some eating, the expo, and uh, our future visits, and to continue to grow this brand as a, a family. So I'm really uh, blessed and grateful to be able to have 
be part of my life doing that. I love it. It's been a family family thing. A lot of beautiful blessings and beautiful memories to be made. Make some beautiful blessings and memories in your own life. Take charge of your life one day at a time for the rest of your life. And that concludes today's podcast. Peace out.